life did not make sense. So anything and everything would make me angry. If the world could get fixed, I could be happy, but the world isn't ever going to get fixed, so I can't be happy. So I was always in rage. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Lay. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution. God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Lay. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Today, we're going to be talking about struggling with anger, rage, and where the source can come from. Now, could someone's anger issues come from their past? Or were they just born as an angry person? Where does anger come from? Well, in our show today, we will have Sally Ann Wilson, who was abused as a young girl and grew up with a lot of anger issues that expressed itself in her adult years as a woman. She says faith in Christ helped her to truly overcome rage and anger. And she says that she has been set free. Sally Ann, thanks for joining us. Thank you. I'm so glad to be able to be on your show. Now, Sally Ann, you sound super sweet right now. <laughs> and I can't imagine you had a problem with anger. But I understand it was not always this way, and you had a lot of rage in your past. But you would say that the rage and anger stemmed from how you were raised. How did you grow up? Well, I tell people I was born into this abuse. My mother was being abused while I was in her womb, and it just continued until I left the house. Well, let me ask deeper. What type of abuse were you going through? I understand when you were younger, you didn't even know that you were in an abusive home. Is that right? Right. I mean, we were a very closed unit. We were told family business was family business and not to talk outside of the house. And then my father, as the abuser, promised that I was the only one he was abusing. I didn't find out until later that my siblings were also being sexually abused. And so I felt like I was protecting my siblings by keeping my mouth shut and just toughening through whatever I had to tough through. Oh, gosh. You had to endure sexual abuse from your father? That is horrific. Was he often cold and threatening to you in order to continue the abuse? It was more of, uh, you're special. <laughs> you're special and you're the only one and I just love you. And people would not understand that this is just love and it's okay. And, you know, I'm not doing this with your siblings and mm. we're just going to keep this between us. Oh. And then in my own little heart, I thought, well, I don't feel very special and I don't want my sisters to feel special in this way. So I'm going to keep my mouth shut because I don't want this to happen to them. Oh. Gosh, so you were like treated like you were the chosen one. And it sounds like he really pushed some things to make you think that it was okay and normal. Yeah. I understand you were living in this situation all the way until you're 21. Yeah. Until you got married and out of that situation. You know, as you grow up, you start getting pieces of the puzzle that other people's lives are not like this. You begin to wonder what's wrong with you why this is happening to you, but not your friends. Mm -hmm. And so it was very confusing to me. My father being a sociopath, you had to toe a line if you did not want to get punished. 
And so, you know, I would keep a smile on when I didn't feel like having the smile on. I would act like everything was okay when nothing was okay mm-hmm. and just survived that way till I found my husband, thank God. <laughs> and he's a good man and got me out of there. And he didn't know anything about it until we had been married for a couple of years before the Lord gave me the freedom to tell him what I had grown up in. Oh, gosh, that must have been a difficult conversation. So how did the anger and rage start to manifest in your life once you came to a different environment and you had time to process your past? I mean, were you going through a lot of depression and anger? Absolutely, because it just didn't make sense. Life did not make sense. And so, you know, anything and everything would make me angry because I wasn't dealing with the wounds that were in my soul that had been inflicted from Satan through my father. And so because I wasn't dealing with it correctly, it was just bubbling up in the bottom of my soul constantly, and everything would irritate me, just everything, the children, cashiers, the gas attendants, everyone. I just felt like this world was just totally broken, and Mm -hmm. if the world could get fixed, I could be happy, but the world isn't ever going to get fixed, so I can't be happy. So I was always in rage. I understand what that could look like. Just never being happy with anything, always angry at how everything turns out. Did you find yourself feeling down, maybe apathetic? Probably never apathetic, suicidal, yes. More than anything else, just rage constantly filled me. Because when I allowed the rage to take over, at least I felt powerful for a moment instead of powerless. And so I allowed that to go on. I knew rage was not an okay thing, but I didn't know how to change that. I didn't know how to respond to the things that were happening in my life in a correct manner. I didn't even know what the correct manner would have been. Mm. So anger was the normal response for you. Like it was just normal. And I think there are some who can relate to that. Maybe there's someone right now who feels that being angry is just a normal thing, a normal response. Yes. Now, how did you slowly start to understand that the anger was not good? How did you get set free from being angry and rageful all the time? Well, uh, the Lord is the one who helped me. Actually, through this period, my husband felt a call to the ministry. We went to Bible college, took a small Baptist church, and I thought, you know, surely any minute now I'm going to get spiritual and I'm going to stop this, but it didn't stop. And I kept crying out to God, I can't behave this way as a pastor's wife. Lord, you've got to help me. And just through several years in different circumstances, I finally found a Christian group that had a 12-step for hurting women. I joined that group and literally went through it three years, Uh, the first year just trying to figure out, and the second year in earnest, and the third year they noticed that I had some counseling gifts and asked me to go through with an intent to become a team leader and a counselor, Hmm. and that's exactly what happened. And through those 12 steps, which I am still now teaching— I found my healing. I found why I was so angry and what was going on and how God alone could heal all those things and was put into a training program, began counseling abused women at that point. Wow. So what about your dad? Did you still feel that anger and rage towards him? How did you overcome the horrific abuse you went through in your childhood with faith in Jesus? Does faith really help with this sort of thing? 
Yes. And, you know, that was one of the biggest battles I had. One of the steps is forgiveness, you know, forgiving yourself. First, God forgives us. Then we have to forgive ourselves. And then we have to forgive those that hurt us. And, you know, I I would tell God, I know I should forgive my father, but I just cannot. And finally, I came to a place where I prayed the prayer, God, make me willing to be willing (laughs) to forgive my dad. because I didn't even want to go there. There was a point in my life, if I could have killed him when I knew he was hurting my sisters, that I would have. So thank God he saved me from that, and that did not happen. But I prayed that prayer, and it was shortly after that that my stepmother sent me some pictures, and in the pictures was a picture of my dad when he was about four years old. Well, a little backstory. My father's mother committed suicide when he was four years old. And that picture of that little four-year-old broke my heart. I could not forgive the man who had abused me, but I could forgive that little Mm four-year-old. And that's actually where the healing began between me and my father. And he was still very abusive (laughs) right up to about five years before he died in his 90s. And so I just removed myself from that. But as I began to pray over that little four-year-old and what he must have gone through, a compassion began to fill my heart. And I realized my enemy wasn't my dad, but it was Satan who had taken his mother from him in the beginning. Wow, Sally Ann, that is amazing that Jesus really helped you to overcome all the rage and anger you experienced in your past. Jesus heals people's pasts. Absolutely. This is awesome, Sally Ann. Thank you again so much for sharing your life with us. And I'm believing someone's listening right now and they are being encouraged on how the Lord helped you and probably believing that he can do it for them. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Hold on. I have some deep insights on anger we'll share with you right after the break. Hey, everyone. As an evangelist, I'm really into changing people's lives with a powerful message of the cross. Do you know people are getting set free from drugs, addictions, and internal anguish by the power of the Holy Spirit working through our show? Will you ask the Holy Spirit if He wants you to partner with us financially? Every donation will help us to reach 1 million more people. Think of it. 30 people giving $100 a month will bring this show in front of 1 million more people. Will you help me to get to one more city in the U.S.? You can give by going to awakenthenations.com. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More Real Life starts now. Welcome back to the show, where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. So what do you think about this? Hearing about Sally Ann's anger and her reasons for it seemed pretty justified, right? I mean, being abused your whole life and then just to be stuck with the consequences? That can only fill one's soul with wrath and anger. But you're hearing how unresolved issues can express themselves in great wrath. And anger and wrath usually have one consequence, to bring damage. Anger even if it feels justified, still will always have a negative impact on our lives and the lives of others. 
It is written in James 1, 19 through 20. So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. See, anger, though we may feel to be justified, is never a good thing. It will never bring about righteousness. It will never bring about the goodness of God. How do you stop being angry? If this is you, you need to get healed. You need to forgive the past sins that were done to you, and you need to find a place of peace. God has that peace for you. He has that healing, and He will forgive you of your sins, so much so that you'll be able to forgive the sins of others. Yes, I know. You may not have it inside of you to do it. You may want justice. You may even want vengeance, but it's time to let it go. Let's pray. Father God, I'm lifting up the person who's saying, I'm angry and I even have the right to be angry. You don't know the things that have happened to me in my past. Maybe you tell that to other people. Right now, Lord, we take all of those issues of our past and we offer them to you. And we ask, Lord Jesus, you would pour in the healing for my friend right now in Jesus' mighty name. Receive it, friend. Receive the forgiveness of your sins through Jesus Christ through the penalty he paid for you on the cross. We ask this in Jesus' mighty name. I hope you're blessed by this testimony, and I know that your life was touched. If you want to know more about us or to make a tax-deductible donation, please check us out at awakeningdonations.com. That's awakeningdonations.com. See you next time.